Hey, boo. I'm just going to rock out with a little bit of Nipsey Hustle. I got on my blue for Nipsey today. May he rest in peace. This is Loose Lips Podcast, episode 48. Y'all just enjoy the music, rocking out the Nipsey. I don't know how well y'all can hear it on the live, but for the ones that are subscribed to the show, you'll be able to hear it. Welcome to Loose Lips Podcast. This is episode 48. I'm your girl, Lo, with some new eyelashes tonight. I'm your girl, Dab Cakes, with two Bs. And shout out to all of our listeners on Spotify, um, iTunes, Google Play. Um, a lot of people hit me up last week. It was like, where was the episode? And I was like, there was no episode last week. Um, I really wasn't wanting to do an episode last week because of the news of Nipsey Hustle passing. Um, tonight is Thursday, so to everyone who subscribes to the show, when you hear it, it'll be Friday tomorrow. So today was his memorial service. They laid um, the King uh, Nipsey to rest, and I watched the funeral on title. It was streamed live. They're actually going to be showing it for the next 24 hours for free on title if you weren't able to catch it earlier and so yeah so that's why i have on my blue for nipsey um nipsey in my opinion because i want to talk about him tonight because we didn't have an episode last week when all this happened so in my opinion he was a great artist but not only that he was a better he was a better man than he was an artist because he was a philanthropist he was an entrepreneur he was a great man he was a great father like you know who you are you can tell like who a person is by the way people react to them when they have passed 
and I've heard nothing but positive things about Nipsey, see nothing but positive things about Nipsey, and the way that Lauren London spoke about him, she called that man her sanctuary. She said she felt safe with that man, and I only pray that a lot of us are able to experience at least half of what she did with Nipsey. Yeah. So, rest in peace to him, um, the guy Nipsey Hussle. Um, it's just sad. Um, the energy, I felt a shift in the energy when it came out that he passed. Because when I heard he got shot, and they said he got shot six times, I immediately thought to myself, oh, he's not going to survive that. I don't know why. I didn't wish death upon him, but that was what came to mind. Even though I prayed that he survived, and I think maybe 30 minutes later it came down that he had passed away at the age of 33. Five gunshots to the torso, one to the head. Eric Gardner, the man who, in my opinion, assassinated Nipsey, uh, kicked him in the head as well. So it was very personal um, what he did to Nipsey for whatever reason. But um, I did kind of find, uh, I guess you can say, peace in the words of his mother. Because, I mean, she is the woman that carried him for nine months and raised him. So she has divine peace. And her and his father both knew that his job on this earth was done. And one thing that stood out to me that the preacher said is that when God has a calling on your life or you're called to do great things, God already knows you're not going to be here for a long time. Your life is going to be very short, so you accomplish a lot in such a short lifespan. And that's what Nipsey did, along with a lot of people before him, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King Jr., just to name a few. So he accomplished a lot. He's accomplished. He was 33. I'm 32. And it made me sit back and think, what have I done in my life in the 32 years that I've been on this earth? That if I was to pass away tomorrow, first of all, if I was to pass away tomorrow, it'd probably be a lot of people coming out and just be like, this bitch. About what? <laughs> I'm like, this bitch. <laughs> Let me tell you about this bitch, okay? <laughs> I got. I got. Yes, I got something to say, so I, I don't know if I will have such a good uh, homecoming like my man Nipsey, but I would do. Uh, <laughs> listen, drive my hearse past Publix and stop. <laughs> stop my hearse at Publix. Okay, bury me with some snacks. Okay. I'm going to be hungry on my way to glory. So we, we need to make sure we have a big enough room. Yes. Okay? So we put your snacks in there. Yes. Get your lashes and your weed. Yes, I'm going to need my lashes. You know, me and my um, friend girl, we were like watching the funeral together. And we were like texting each other back and forth. And she was like, you know, they letting everybody curse and woo de woo and throw up gang signs. I was like, well, it's a representation of Nipsey. I'm like, a funeral is going to be a representation of you. I said, so at my funeral, all y'all going to be wearing lashes and weaves and eating snacks. And she's like, you right, you right. So I was like, you know, it's got to be a representation of me. And Nipsey's funeral is a... I didn't get to see the whole thing, but I did get to see a good portion of it. Yeah. I watched the entire funeral. It was long, but it was, I mean, he's done so much in a short time period, so it had to be long. And listening I don't feel to like it was one of those long drawn out, oh my god, wow, we still in here. Like, I don't feel like it was one of those. Yeah. Like, I 
Like, yeah. everybody that came out, it was like, okay, let me see what you got to say. It was let nothing but positive words about scary. Nipsey. Right. You know, even when, um, I think the little boy's name was Cameron, which is Lauren London's son with Lil Wayne, when he uh-huh. spoke about the dream that he had about Nipsey and, you know, Nipsey showing him heaven and it was paradise and listening to the stories his mom and his dad told and his brother and Lauren London, you know, just it, when Lauren London spoke, it touched me, not just, you know, his mother touched me cause I'm a mother, you know what I'm saying? And you know, it's hard when a parent has to bury the child. But for her to say she had perfect peace with it, you could tell she had peace with it. It was yesterday or either the day before yet, but you could tell by the look in her eyes and everything. Yeah. She held it together. Yeah. Really is content. Yeah. With her son's body not being. Yeah. She's content with that. And you know, just listening to Lauren um speak about Nipsey and the things that he taught her, the things that he would tell her. She said she was either she said she was happy or either blessed to have had him and you know seeing his son because she said the pain that she feels is for a two-year-old which is their son that will probably never remember the love that his father had and um she said one part that she said is it's not on you it's in you and what's in you they can't take away and that nip was in all of us and that he always said to stay 10 toes down and then she's got his face you know, tattooed on her arm and said, when you see me, you'll always see him. Like, that's love right there. I'm scared of that kind of love. I would, because I don't want to be, if you have that, you don't want to lose that. That is true. Like, to have a man to pour into you that's there to help, Mm -hmm. not so much as educate you, because you educate yourself, but Mm-hmm. I mean, it's important to you and education, you, love you, protect you. Like, we want all of that, but what happens if we wake up one day and we don't have it anymore? Like, I would be devastated. I would too, but I guess it's like that saying, it's better to have love than to not have loved at all. Yeah. And I think, unfortunately, most of us would never experience that type of love that type of relationship, that type of partnership that Nipsey and Lauren had. Because let's be honest, a lot of men aren't built like Nipsey and a lot of women aren't built like Lauren. You know, because he had to have seen something in her and she had to have seen something in him. But it was already written. That was already their story. That was already their journey. They just had to go on it. And I don't even think that their journey is over because even though he's not here in the physical sense, everything that he has taught her, everything that he has shown her, she still has. So she'll be able to carry the torch. You know, there's always been rumors about them secretly being married. I pray that they are married only for the simple fact that wives have more privileges than girlfriends. So, as far as control over his estate, how to use his image, um, all that type of stuff. You know, if he had a will, you know, she would be in control of all of that. If she yeah. is really just a girlfriend, 
then she would probably have to go through his parents and they would probably all have to work together. And from what I see, even if they are not married, I don't feel like she would have to fight yeah. to have things the way that she would want them to be or things that they have talked about to go as planned. I don't yeah. feel like she has to have parents that will go against no. what she's saying or what she's, what she's no. going to do. They, they, the relationship that I've seen between her and his sister Samantha and his parents, everyone is united. Right. So, so I, just, I feel like it's not going to be a fuss or a battle when it comes. And even when they spoke of her, her at the funeral, everybody kept saying his wife. Yeah. So they, even if not, she's as not acknowledged as his wife. Yeah. It's just his family. So it was just, it was, I don't know. I, you know, people be like, oh, why are you, why do you feel so affected by his death? You never knew him. Woo, 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 woo. I never met God, but I feel him. I believe in him. You know, and people put out energy. Yeah. You don't have to meet them. You don't have to be in their presence. Mhm. And people put out different energy. Like everyone is not built to be a Nipsey or a Martin Luther King Jr. or a Rosa Parks. Or Mary McLeod Bethune. Everyone has their own journey to walk. Everyone has their own journey that they have to travel. And I really feel like that Nipsey accomplished what he was supposed to accomplish. And, you know, that's why he's gone. I It's sad the way that he went out. Because for you to shoot a man six times, once in the head, then to kick him in the head... And I did not want to see the surveillance footage of the shooting, but I did watch it. It is, I think it's more so the way it was done. Yeah. How you would leave and come back, and you would leave and come back, mm-hmm. and then you left and came back that final time. Well, from what Nipsey, they did an interview with Nipsey's brother, and from what Nipsey's brother said, Nipsey went to the shop, his store, the marathon, to get clothes for a friend who had just got out of prison. So the friend could look nice when he sees his family. Everyone at that shop is failing, so they cannot carry a gun. The the man, which whose name I will not speak no more, he came up, was talking to Nipsey, left, came back, and started shooting. Natural people reaction is to run. When he he even the shooter took off running, if you've seen the surveillance footage. Nipsey's brother said when the shooter noticed that no one had a gun and was shooting back, he came back, shot Nipsey again, ran off some more, saw no one was coming back. He came back and, you know, and that was that, which I'm pretty sure the people who was around, you don't know what type of inner turmoil they might be going through for the simple fact that they were not able to help that man because Nipsey's brother said if he had been there with his gun, he would have shot back. And I'm pretty sure everyone else around there, if they were able to carry, they would have done the same thing. They would have shot back as well. But once again, this was already written. Planned. I can say, yeah, anytime it's your time, it's yeah. your time. It's your time. It's sad. You don't get to choose how. Yeah. You don't know the, the hour, the minute, or the second. It could be, he could have died in his sleep. Yeah. He could have been at home taking a nap and, yeah. and never woke up. Yeah. So, when is your time? It's your time. And I, unfortunately, I'm not going to say that unfortunately. We were blessed enough to at least know mm-hmm. the things that he's working on and he 
he yeah. is doing now that he has passed it has really woke mm-hmm. a lot of people up to see what he was doing and maybe God chose for Nipsey to die the way that he did because it brought more attention to not his death but what he had accomplished and what he was working on I mean, I'm not going to say if he had died in his sleep, it wouldn't have brought that much attention. But it's more shocking and more attention-grabbing when you hear someone's been shot six times and one time in the head. You know what I'm saying? And we don't know the ways of the universe. We don't know the ways of how God works. But it it is shining a light on everything that he was working on, everything that he had accomplished. Because I knew some things about Nipsey outside of his music, but I didn't know a lot um, that I've seen. And you know you touch people when you have our forever president, Barack Obama, sending a letter of his condolences and Karen Civil reading it at his funeral. And for the stuff that he was doing in the community as far as the kids and opening up the the store, because a lot of people, when they get money, they leave wherever they're from and they don't come back. And, you know, his brother said, and I'm paraphrasing because I cannot remember it verbatim, but he was like, you know, he lived on, on Slauson and Crenshaw. He loved Slauson and Crenshaw, and he died on Slauson and Crenshaw. So, those are just my thoughts on Nipsey. I think, um, like his mom said, his energy knows no boundaries now. So places that he probably could not go in the physical, he could go now with all of his energy. The seeds that he has planted uh, will be watered, will grow. And his legacy, I, I know his family, Lauren, his children, they will not let his legacy die. Um, they will carry on the torch like Martin Luther King Jr. kids did. Um, so we just have to kind of sit back and watch what happens um i'm pretty sure the trial for the murderer will be probably some years away because it just happened and it takes time for that stuff to go through the judicial system but i'm not gonna lie i really wish the streets had got a hold of him first i just want to know why he thought he could play crazy they don't work for us no and you and you can't play crazy when you dap that man up, then you walk away, and then you come back and shoot him, then you walk away and shoot him some more, then you walk away and shoot him some more. And you pushed your feet off. And you kicked him. Yeah. Yeah. You intentionally. That, that's not, if you were crazy, it wouldn't have been pinpointed to one person. Yeah. You just wanted to be out there shooting shit up. Yeah, you would have shot everybody, but you went specifically for one person, which was Nipsey Hussle. That whole entire part. So, um, I know the first part of the show's kind of down to our listeners, but I could not do the show without speaking on Nipsey Hussle. And it's really making me think about, you know, what have I accomplished or what can I do to be more, not say be more of Nipsey Hussle, but be a better person. Um, I mean, stuff like that does make you think about what are you doing. You know, I'm not about to go out here and just be an activist and stuff because that's not in me. Um, to be marching and um, stuff like that. But you could you could be a positive force in your own way. Whether it's with your kids at home or, 
being in a community with other people, kids, or whatever it may be. But, you know, for that man to be able to, because he had a meeting planned April 1st to meet with LAPD and Rock Nation Management about the gangs in L.A. And then when he passed, all the gangs in L.A. came together, not just the Crips and the Bloods. There's more gangs out there, people, than the Crips and the Bloods. But everybody walked to his store, all the gangs, and they got together and they stayed. You know, hopefully it will stay that way. Not going to say everybody's going to be best friends because that's not just the way life works. But in his memory, um, you know, hopefully things will get better as far as the gangs and hopefully everyone as individuals will strive to be a better person in than what you were the day before. So. Yes, that was that was the sad portion of Loose Lips Podcast. But once again, rest in peace to the young guy, Nipsey Hussle. I send positive energy to his family, to Lauren London, to his kids, to his mom, to his dad, to his brother, to his sister, to... Everybody that loved him, whether you knew him or not, positive vibes only. And so, let's get into the ratchet shit of Looseless Podcast. It's only right to get into the ratchet stuff of Looseless Podcast. So, uh, we're on Facebook Live. We switch back and forth between um, Instagram and Facebook. I feel like I have to say this every episode. If you're new to this and not true to this, I am in Greenville, South Carolina. Debbie is in Charlotte. North Carolina, so we get on social media, who has provided us with the technology so we can be able to record the podcast (laughs) and get our show together. So, Debbie, do you have a petty positive this week? Um, I see you put it in a petty positive, so I'm like, I'm leaving you, because I'm pretty sure you got some funny shit to say about it. Okay, so, in a petty positive, I'm going to start off with Lakeview Middle School here in Greenville, South Carolina. So when Debbie and I had our last show, we was talking about bullying. The young girl in Walterboro, South Carolina, who unfortunately died from an altercation that she had with a bully at her school. And we still, to this day, don't know what happened. You know that they did actually um, say she actually was the bully. And we were, um, it doesn't matter that she was a bully or not, she didn't deserve to die. Yeah, she didn't deserve to die. Yeah. So not no, even... Unfortunately, she, her life was taken. Yeah. They do. So I don't even think it was a day after the show, maybe two days. Um, my kids called me when they got home, and I always ask my kids, "How was your day at school?" And my daughter proceeds to tell me that she did not have a good day at school. My daughter never tells me she did not have a good day at school. She always has a great day. So I asked her, "Well, what's wrong?" And she proceeds to tell me that two non-African American students. Now let me just say this: even if they were African American, I still would be pissed off. But two non-African-American students um, decided to bully my daughter at lunch and call her a nigger. Now, anyone that knows my daughter knows she is a sweetheart. Um, You really have to do a lot to her to piss her off before she'll even just react. And she spends her lunch break reading her books because that's what she likes to do. So I'm sitting there looking at the time and it's 4.30. It's after school. Why am I just now hearing about this? So I immediately call the school. Now, it's a Friday. 
I asked to speak to the principal, whose name is Miss Copeland, at Lakeview Middle School here in Greenville, South Carolina. And the reason why I'm saying all this is for my listeners and people who are tuning in, if you want to take this to the district, because I did. And I still don't feel like I got a resolution, so I'm going to go farther with this. So I contacted the school and I asked to speak to Latonya Copeland, who is the principal, and she is an African-American woman. Ms. Wilkerson, who is the 7th grade administrator, who is an African-American woman as well, proceeds to get on the phone. And she's like, is this Ms. Thompson, Carmen's mother? Uh, why, yes, it is. She's like, well, did she tell you what happened? I'm like, yes, she did. And why didn't the school contact me? She's like, oh, well, that was my fault. I forgot to call you. Hi, Portia. It's you, okay, Portia. Hey, Portia. You forgot to call me. And she's like, well, you know, I just want to let you know that we handled the situation. I immediately reprimanded the boy who did that and contacted his parents, and he's suspended. I said, okay, that's fine. And Danny, that you reprimanded him and you suspended him, but you found time to call his parents and did not call me. And my daughter was at school crying, and her lunch is at noon, and she did not get home till 430. So, therefore, she was dealing with this for four hours by herself. So, I let her know that I do not think she handled it and that I fight kids and adults, and I would be up there at that school on Monday. The following Monday, I did go there to that school, and I did talk to the principal. And the principal proceeds to tell me that, one, I cannot come up to the school and try to, uh, what's the word she used, address, confront, confront administrators. I say, yes, I can, if your administrators aren't doing what they're supposed to do. And, two, she proceeds to tell me that, well, she can see both sides of the story. She can see my daughter's side. She can see both sides. She can see the side of the students who call my daughter the N-word, and she can see my daughter's side, who is the victim. I say there's only one side. I don't think you're talking about that part. What fucking side is it to see for you to yeah. be in the cafeteria calling a little girl a nigger? Yeah, it's only that's, one that's side. You can see about that. No, there isn't. I said, there isn't. And I said, and I want, because my daughter shares a class with both of them. I said, I want them kept away from my child. Because they were like, well, we're going to have them apologize to her. No, you're not. You're going to keep them away from my child. Well, we don't feel like they'll do it again. I don't give a fuck what you feel. You don't know what those kids will do. So, so they decided that instead of moving those boys out the class, they was going to move my daughter out the class. And I'm like, well, she's the victim. Why would you be moving her out the class? And it's like, well, since you asked for it, we have to focus on her. But if they move my daughter out the class, it would change my daughter's schedule, and she'd be in different classes with different teachers and different students that she does not know. And my daughter did not want to do that. So I did speak with her, and I asked her, would she be okay in the class with them? And she said she would. So I decided to leave her there because my daughter is old enough to make her own decisions. So, I did contact the superintendent of the Greenville County School District. The assistant superintendent, Brian Sherman, contacted me, who was an older white gentleman. He first started off by apologizing for my daughter having experiences, and then he says, well, let me ask you this. Do they like her? Because I know when I was in middle school, I was a stupid. I said, well, it doesn't matter if they liked her or not. You don't call a child a racial slur. So, to me, it felt like not only the black administrators but the white administrators wanted to sweep this entirely up the under the rug really didn't care about the fact that you have students in school calling other students racial slurs and then miss copeland who once again is the principal of lakeview middle school here in greenville south carolina who is an african-american woman was like well you know we have handled this to the best of our ability well the best of your ability is not good enough for me so I'm going to take this a step further because social media is a bitch and is a great thing to use when you need to get some attention out there. So I will be contacting one of the activists around here to let her know about it because I'm what I'm trying to do is 
this situation yeah and this situation to me shows me that the black administrators don't care and the white administrators don't care mm-hmm. at all and then she was like you know what well, I'm a parent so I understand no you don't understand because this it's is a prime example as to why shit happens the way it does like that little girl getting killed yeah this is a prime example of that yeah this is why shit like that happens because when shit is addressed and brought to your attention mm-hmm. they don't want to do anything about it they don't so I will be reaching out to one of the activists here in Greenville, South Carolina, um, because she really knows how to bring attention to stuff. And these schools need to be held accountable because if you tell me that you forgot to call me about a situation regarding my child, how many other situations have you forgot to call me about? And not only me, but other parents with kids that attend that school and not just my kids school other schools because it's happening at my kids school i know it's happening in other schools around here and we just haven't heard about it because sometimes parents sometimes people just don't want that extra drama but when it comes to my kids i'm with all the shits and i'm bringing all the drama and i want because when i walked in that principal's office. I said, I need to see Miss Copeland. I need to see Miss Wilkinson right now. They hid Miss Wilkinson from me. Because I let her ass know I was coming up that Monday. Yeah. You are definitely, because you were the one who forgot to call me. So, and... No. And my thing is, y'all could have emailed me. I'm emailing the teachers every day to see how my kids, you know, because kids sometimes won't tell you the truth. So I'm emailing them every day to see how my kids' day is being whoop whoop and all the other type of stuff. So y'all couldn't email, you couldn't text, y'all got cell phones, you couldn't call. All those administrators at the school, and nobody was available to call me. Nobody. So if anybody. You to call me. And first of all, I should have been the first person to be called, in my opinion, regarding this situation. So to um, all of our listeners, to all of our lovers and friends that tune in on Facebook and Instagram and that um, stream us live, if any of you would like to contact the school to voice your opinion, uh, the name of the school is Lakeview Middle. It is located in Greenville, South Carolina, and the telephone number is area code 864-355-6400. Once again, it's 864-355-6400. The principal's name is Latonya Copeland, the seventh grade administrator who so nicely forgot to contact me about a situation regarding my child. Name is Miss Wilkinson. And the attend the uh, assistant superintendent who felt like oh those boys liked my daughter so that's why they call her a nigger. His name is Brian Sherman. He's with Greenville County um, School District Office, and you can contact him as well. And that's all I got to say about that. That would be the, the pity part. That's the pity. It ain't nothing positive about it right it now. Because I couldn't do what I really wanted to do. Because if it had been me and Miss Wilkinson in the middle of the street, as a parent, that she would have felt all of the Anderson, South Carolina, and me. Because as a parent, and I told him, as a parent, it is my job to protect my kids at all costs. Period. And I was like, but when they come to school, we are entrusting y'all to protect our kids. And I don't feel, and I only give people one time. 
you got one time to show me you a fuck up. And they showed me they was a fuck up. Last so. year. And Last I, year. yeah, but it still, it still needs to be brought to the attention. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. So, that's, I'm that's my, that's my petty, no positive. That's my petty right now. So, do you have one? No petty positive for this week. Okay. Well, let's go ahead. The, the, the one I had put in there, you put him as a petty positive. Kodak Black. You want to talk about Kodak? Do we want to give Kodak Black any type of energy with his ignorant ass? I want to talk about this fake ass. Fuck ass. The, for the people that said, well, he apologized no, the fuck he didn't. Mm-mm, he did not. That's not an apology. That's not an apology. First of all, you shouldn't have said that shit in the first place. Period. Period. And secondly, that shouldn't that shouldn't even have came out his mouth. That should not have even came out his mouth. No. Whatsoever. That is all. Kodak Black is a little ignorant Floridian cockroach. And I wish his mother had swallowed him instead of giving birth to him. Because it's just certain things that you do not do. And I don't care if a million other men are out here thinking, oh, I got a chance at Lauren Lund. Let me tell you something. When a woman, this is any woman, when any woman has been with a man that embodies the spirit and the passion and the ambition and the knowledge and the goals like a Nipsey Hussle, it is hard to find that as someone else. Lauren London could possibly be single for the rest of her life. Because, unfortunately, you will find yourself comparing the next to what you had. Because you not... First of all, that I know that man... I know that man poured so much knowledge into her. She not just going to go for anything if she decides that she wants to date again. Period. So you won't have to be better. You wouldn't have a chance of tying her shoes. No. Being a shoulder to lean on. No chance in hell. And me and my friend was talking about this earlier... Because we was like, you know, it'll be hard for Lauren London to move on. And I told her, I was like, you know, it will be hard for her to move on. And I think Nipsey's energy will send someone to her. Because I'm pretty sure he don't want her to be alone for the rest of her life. But he'll send that person when it's right. Right. And the person won't be a a Nipsey because it's only one Nipsey. But it'll be somebody that she can connect with. And probably right. see something of Nipsey in this person. But it ain't going to be tomorrow. It ain't going to be today. Right. It ain't going to be next week. It ain't going to be next year. Because she spent six years of her life with this man. They have a blended family together. Like, when, you, when you've when you been, in the words applies, when you've been introduced to real, now you hate lames. Yeah. And that's basically what it is. Girl. Nigga. 
a lot of radio stations and DJs I saw mainly out west was tweeting or posting that they was going to stop playing um, Kodak Black's music. Really, Kodak Black needs to shut the fuck up. Because he has been on a rampage. He's been totally disrespectful to Young M.A. Talking about, oh, you got a vagina, so why wouldn't you want to be penetrated? Because Young M.A. does not like men. She is very clear in her sexuality that she likes women. So why would you, as a man, be that disrespectful towards her? Like, get your life. Kodak Black needs his entire ass with. And not to get us off subject, but I'd just like to shout out that tonight I am wearing um, Soft Twerk by the Crayon Case. Shout out to Super. I really love this lip gloss. It's really uh, it's really pretty. And it's not sticky. And it just has the right shine because I love makeup and I try a lot of lips, lip glosses, lipstick and stuff. And sometimes they can get a little sticky. You know, sometimes the shine ain't just right, but super got this right. So this is soft twerk. You know what? You should put your hair up. Turn back to the side. Look at it like this. No, other side. Like right there. You need to put your hair up into like a little side ponytail. Like a high ponytail. Mm-hmm. To the side. That'd be very cute. I might do that tomorrow. No. No, that's fine. I did that. I think I did it like three weekends ago. We went out and I had like a side high uh, ponytail, whatever. It was like half. Yeah, it was like, like half a up. High yeah. Hollow, so you need to wrap it a few times. Okay. okay. And let it. Gotcha. I'm gonna work, okay. okay. work on it tonight. I'm work on it tonight. So let's see what else is happening in the world. Um, Amber Rose is pregnant. By her boo thing, which her and her boyfriend look like each other. <laughs> I mean, they do. They look like. Have you seen him? No, I'm gonna go look at. Yeah, go to your Google's. They look alike. They both have blonde hair. They look alike. They really look it's alike. Yeah. Yeah. They in on us. You see him? Is he gay? I, I mean, I I don't. I mean, the, the first picture that I see, he looks kind of sweet. I mean, hey, she like oh. it. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Is it him? Yeah. Is yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but if she like it, I love it. She loves it, yeah, girl. You know, that has nothing to do with me, but yeah, she is pregnant, so congratulations to her. She said that Bash is excited about being a big brother. I bet. So. All, all kids are excited about being older siblings until the baby here. You know, my daughter um, put my son in a headlock the day that he was born, so I, I think that was her way of initiating him into the family. Yeah, she put him in the headlock. So, um, hey, Mayel. Um, yeah, she, um, that was it. That was, that was her showing him love. Yeah. That was uh, showing him love. Also, in other news, um, next Wednesday, Don't Nobody Call Me because the Beyonce documentary on Netflix is dropping. So, Don't Nobody Bother Me. 
Ain't got time for that. Mother. Let me tell you, so I've been having my own prescription because I don't want to talk about that girl like that. I'm trying to be a, I'm trying to be a better me. I'm trying to be a better me, but yes. 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 And I really have been working on being a better person because I have repaired relationships that I was just ready to cut off. Um, I ain't slapped nobody when really they deserve to be slapped. I first of all, I'm too old to be fighting. It's period. But if you had caught me low ten years ago, oh, a whole a whole nother story. But like now it's just you know I'm my nails are too costly. I got way too much to lose. I don't have time to fight you. I might pistol with you a little bit. But I really just don't have time to fight people. So now I just hit people with, oh, okay. And I just let it be. Now, don't get it twisted. I will speak my mind and let people know how I feel because I just think that's what people should do. I don't think people should walk around with stuff on their chest and stuff on their mind because that bothers you if you don't get it off your chest. And I'm a firm believer in if I got something to say to you, I honestly don't give a fuck about how it will make you feel because I got to worry about me at the end of the day. So, as long as I feel better about the situation and me getting off my chest, that's all that matters because, obviously, you did something to make me feel a certain type of way. So, now I'm going to let you know that uh, everything ain't as copacetic as you think it is. And I'm going to let you know how I feel. And if you can't tell people how you feel and they not taking what you're saying or whatever, whatever, then you don't need to be around them, period. Because I'm always going to speak my mind. If you don't fucking like it, then get the fuck on through. Period. We are too grown and life is too short to be walking around here keeping stuff in. Say what you feel, mean what you say, and keep it pushing. That's just that's just me. Everybody don't live by that motto. So, what were we talking about, Beyonce? Uh, who was talking about Amber Rose? No, then um, we talked about Beyonce. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Yes. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, don't no don't forget the queen. But yeah, next Wednesday, Beyonce's documentary is dropping Homecoming, and I'm so excited because everybody knows I'm I am a true beehiver. I love me some Beyonce. She's the only person concerts I will go to because I really just don't feel like anybody else is worth my money. Period. Oh, that school I, in New Orleans? Yes. With those seniors, and they was told not to act up, and they acted a fool? Yeah, I was going to say, yes. And then Super and them kind of jumped the gun. And then come to find out, they actually had to put toilet water, yeah. juice, mustard, shit. Yeah. So Super and them had to go no, back no, and no. retract their statements because they didn't know the whole story. Uh, Super and um her best friend, yeah, the real B.B. Judy. Yeah. Yeah, Super and them had to go back and retract their story. They admitted they had jumped the gun. They didn't know everything about what had went on. So, I mean, hey, sometimes we do jump the gun. It happens. It happens. So, uh, let's see. Speaking of jumping the gun, Wendy Williams has filed for divorce from her husband. Uh And that's all I got to say about that. Why I'm on the phone with my mama today? And she's talking about, oh, she got her ring on the other side. 
Yes, yes, she has. Let me tell you something. I don't care for Wendy Williams because there is a way that you can do stuff. I know her job is to report on celebrities. And Wendy Williams started out in the radio of New York City. Charlemagne, the guy who is now on The Breakfast Club, used to be on her show. She even had a show on VH1 when she was still a radio personality. So, that's her job. But there's a right way and a wrong way to go about doing it. Like, when she was having her... Well, when Future was beefing with her, Future explained that she she posted a chart of all his baby mothers. And it's like only two of his baby mothers that are really in the limelight, Sierra and Brittany, because Brittany has a clothing line, so she's always promoting it on social media. The rest of them are in the limelight, and that was his beef with her, because he was like, they don't like the limelight. So why would you put their picture out there to people when they not even doing it, when I'm not even doing it? So I could get that with Future. I could get why he would feel some type of way. Yeah. And so, and Wendy Williams is always so shady and... You know, I really just feel like she doesn't walk in her truth when it comes to her life. Because it has always been whispers about her husband and this girlfriend. Now she's had a baby. And, of course, it's probably her husband's baby because they got pictures of them on vacation stuff together. And I'm not going to say she's getting what she deserves. I'm not going to say finally she's filing for divorce. I'm just going to say I ain't got nothing to do with it. That is so very true. That is so very true. So, we shall see how that will play out. If Wendy Williams will even speak on that when she comes back on the show, because I think the show is doing a hiatus right now. So, I mean, yeah, I was just gonna say Nick Cannon almost took her out. So I don't know if she's gonna do that again. But, um, but um, yeah. So we'll just see how that has to play out and everything so um that's all kind of what i had as far as what was going on in the news this week because really um you know nipsey just dominated the news rightfully so with his passing and whatnot you know so i kind of had really been paying attention to other stuff outside of him so did you have anything else in the news there before we get into our lip of the week Huh? Yeah, okay. To all of our listeners, Debbie's internet is breaking up. Debbie. Well, we can't hear you fine, so it's your internet. Because you over there sound like a Decepticon from the Transformers. Well, now you sound normal. So, boom. Alright, so we're going to get into our our lip of the week. What you say? I said, thank you, Spectrum. Oh. So, okay, so my topic for lip of the week this week is men who cannot deal with rejection. So... <laughs> Of course, I got a story to tell. Let me see. Let me she see. So, okay. So, this gentleman hopped into my DMs. He's actually been in my DMs just kind of talking to himself for the longest. So, I'm just going to read down the DMs so y'all can just see how this story played out. <laughs> 
So, he sent me a friend request. I've been getting a lot of friend requests. I just kind of just been adding people. I ain't really just been paying attention to y'all, whatever that whoop, whoop. So, January 17th at 7.29 p.m., he waved. Did respond back. February 27th at 5.38 p.m., he says, What's up, pretty? Why antisocial? Um, I responded back at 9.47 p.m. was like, who are you? And then he was like, I'm C, what you mean? I don't know what the hell that meant. So then he asked, what city you in? This is still on February 27th. I never responded back. Then on March 1st at 6.54 a.m., he says, damn, baby, why, why it like that? Far from a broke nigga. Then this, this past Saturday... At 7.53 a.m., he says, so I can't know you? So I finally responded back because I got tired of it. I said, you need to find a damn hobby and stay out my DMs with your worrisome ass. Then he said, the fuck you should have been said, don't know about, get a fuck about or what you talking. You should just say you was an interested point blank period. So let me repeat it, people, because this is what he said. I think you need to, I don't know if the rest is confused. No, no, no. No, no, no. This is what he said. The fuck you should been said. Don't know about get a fuck about or what you talking. You should just said you was an interested point blank period. No punctuation marks. No nothing. This is what he said. You didn't breathe. Didn't breathe. No nothing. So then I replied. I said, boy, shut up and learn how to speak and spell correctly. My ignoring you should have been enough. Then he replied back, man, I'm not going back and forth with you. You broke. And then I sent four laughing emojis, and I said, okay. And then he said, talk money, then yeah, okay, man, bye, blocked. So he blocked me. So D-Work, first name is spelled D, D D-E-E. Second name is spelled Work, W-O-R-K. So Mr. D-Work and other men that think like you, let me address this situation. One, if you are continually talking to yourself in a woman's messenger and she's not responding back to you, and not just in her messenger, if you're texting her and her DMs on Instagram, whatever it may be, if you're just sitting in there, you're talking to yourself and she's not responding back to you, that is your sign right there that she's not interested. Because trust me, our phones are on us all the time. Phones, Apple Watch, all that type of stuff. We're seeing it. We're just not responding. I got a bunch of unopened DMs. You know why? Because I don't want to talk to y'all. So me not reading it is my way of ignoring you. So that should be your first sign. Secondly, if a woman rejects you, no matter how she submits her rejection, accept that rejection and move on. You don't sit up there and just start calling her out. And then first of all, he was like, oh, you broke. How do you know I'm broke, Mr. D-Work? First and foremost, sir, I promise you, you don't have a W-2 in your life. You're not a W-2 employee. You're not a 1099. You're not a 1099. You're not any of that. And Mr. D-Work and men like you, if you're listening, let me break it down. A W-2 employee is someone who gets a paycheck weekly bi-weekly or once a month and you get a w-2 and you file your taxes if you are a 1099 that means you're self-employed that means you have your own business a llc a s corporation and you don't work for anyone 
Mr. D work, I'm pretty sure. The only business you have is you're probably out here selling mid in these streets. Mid, you don't even have Kush. You don't have Loud. You don't have Bin Laden. You have mid. Reggie. Okay? So for you to automatically say, oh, you're broke, that just lets me know that you're a little boy. And you have nothing going for yourself. And you're very insecure. And your mother probably don't like your little egg glass. Okay? Because don't worry about my pockets. Because I got plenty of W-2s. And I got plenty of side hustles. And everyone is eating. Okay? Because I love snacks. So I got to keep the money flowing. So I can get my snacks. Take care of my kids. Buy my weave and my lashes. Because they're not going to pay for themselves. And for you and... Yes. And for Mr... And for Mr. D. Work and other men like you that think like that, first of all, what gave you the power, the audacity, the courage to even think that you can step to a woman like me or other women who are like me, who are boss babes, who got their own money, who really don't need a man for nothing? Hell, half the time I don't need you for a nut because I can do that myself. So if I give you a little bit of my time, then that means that I chose your ass. You never fucking chose me because I do the choosing around this bitch, okay? So if you're going to step to a woman like me, then you better be on your shit. You better have a 1099 or a W-2. You better have some ambition, some goals, and you better be able to spell correctly, my nigga. Because I'm the type of person to screenshot your message and go through it and mark everything that you put in there wrong and send it back to your ignorant ass, okay? Because I am that bitch that will cut you the fuck out. And I had time that day, so I posted all his messages on my Facebook so please do not let the sweet little profile pictures fool you because I am a pit bull, okay? I don't play that shit. Time, life is too short. We got too much stuff. I work two jobs. I got kids. I got brands. I got businesses I run. I ain't got time for the bullshit. So please be on your shit when you step to me or a woman like me. Period. Okay? Because I don't need a nigga to pay for my half. I don't need a nigga to take care of my kids. I don't need a nigga to take care of me. I don't need a nigga to pay for my nails. None of that. If you can't teach me something, if you can't pour into me, I don't need you. And if I reject you and you start acting like a little bitty boy, then your mother should have swallowed you. Or left you at the hospital up under Daniel's Law. And for those of you who don't know what Daniel's Law is, that means if you have an ugly baby, you can leave it at the hospital and not get arrested. And that's what your mother should have done. Period. That's not for ugly babies. That's for people. <laughs> that law was made for ugly babies, okay? And I'm pretty sure D work was an ugly baby. And that's all I got to say about men who cannot handle rejection. Because first of all, you're not a man if you can't handle rejection. You're a little bitty boy. And you shouldn't even be trying to talk to a woman. You shouldn't even be trying to talk to a woman, okay? Period. I can't see that. Enrico Burns said, I need you in my life. You look good tonight. And he said, Okay, it's two of us on this live, Enrico. So are you talking to Lowe? Or are you talking to Debbie? He's not talking about me. I don't know him. You know what? I had a dude to tell me earlier that he needed. I had a dude to text me earlier this week and said that he needed me. And I said, Please don't ever say that in your life. Cause I'm the wrong he person said, to me. Laugh out loud, you. Like I said, about you. Oh Lord. Well, first of all, Enrico Burns, I'm on your Facebook page right now. Oh, sorry. Let me take it back. It's two people talking. 
Dagwood, your hair looks good tonight. Thank you. Did my hair look good? No, we was blacked out last the week before, so or whatever. Oh, thank you. Y'all can see my feet? I didn't show my feet. Well, I do got a picture of my feet. I mean, when I get my nails and toes, and shout out to my girl Nike, I have to post the pictures because I be slaying. Yeah. I be slaying, so I have to put my feet and my hands on there. I be slaying. Yeah. So that's all I have to say about men who cannot handle rejection or little boys that cannot handle rejection. David, do you have anything to add on to that? Cause don't nobody have time for that. What else do you say to that? Nobody have time for that. Girl, it's just, it's just ridiculous. Like sometimes I open it up and I will go back and mark it as unread. Cause I don't want you to know that I looked at it. It's just like, be able to take that L because you're taking a risk when you call yourself trying to shoot your shot. Yeah, and then if you know your shit ain't together and you own... Who talking about D word? I mean, that just goes to show. He probably dropped out in the second grade. He probably doesn't moisturize his scalp. He probably doesn't moisturize anything. He probably uses that cheap cocoa butter at the Dollar General, that big bottle that just say cocoa butter and that shit be watery. That's probably what he uses. And this is the thing. When you're on social media... Yeah. And the thing is... It's not a one all you can eat buffet. And my thing is... When you're on social media, of course you're just getting... I feel like you're just getting this smidget of a person. You're seeing pictures... You're seeing statuses that we are posting. But if that person looks like they are on their ish, because let's be honest, if they ghetto, they're going to post some ghetto pictures. If they're about their business, they're posting about their business and what have you. So if it looks like they're on their ish, why, if you know you're not on your ish, would try to even talk to that person? Like, period. You don't do that. Good night. Good night. Ah. It's okay. We're, we're parents. We're parents. I had a parent, had a parent mom. I'm sorry. Had a parent mom. He's trying to take pills. He ain't supposed to take it right now. <laughs> oh, we're going to edit that out. We're going to edit it out. I don't want nobody to think Debbie's the plug. I know y'all know she's selling piss, jewelry, and shirts. Now they're like, oh, Debbie got pills. You know what I'm saying? Please don't go. No, <laughs> Please don't be hit her up like, man, I heard you the plug. Please don't. She don't have any Listen, of I'm that. Okay. Plug, okay? Okay. Not the P.E. I am done. So that's all I have for the lip of the week because that that just threw me for a loop last weekend. And then for me to be called broke. Well, well you know, I, had, I said that shit yesterday. I was like, yesterday was on the phone. And I was like, bruh. And he was like, oh, not your damn bruh. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I hate that. Like, I and I know people just say it because people, it's in their vocabulary all the time. 
But I'd be like, damn. Because everybody up here says it. Like, everybody up here says it. Like, everybody up here says it. Enrico Burns, you still looking me up. Yeah. You the only one. Let me tell you when um shout out to my TCM fan when Mill and them do that to me, I be like, what sis? What? <laughs> like, do not call me a bruh, cause I'm gonna call you sis. And Rico Burns asked me if I was still looking him up. Um I'm on your Facebook. I don't even know if I'm on the right damn Facebook because when I typed in Enrico Burns, I guess we're friends on Facebook. It says he's from Anderson. I really don't see any pictures of him. I see pictures of other people that he has posted. She said other people. Yes, other people. And they, 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 when people don't post pictures of themselves and they post pictures of other people, I get worried. Cause like, what Girl, the fuck? What the fuck is wrong with you? Either you, you that ugly you can Either you ugly or the feds is watching. So which one is it, Enrico? You ugly or is the feds after you? That's like on Instagram when you get on Instagram page and you don't see quotes. Yeah. Something going on. Period. So, Debbie, do you have a lip of the week? Outside of the conversation we said we were going to talk about anyway, about calling your insurance. Yo, yes. Yeah. Oh, Your my baby. God. Yes. People. Men and women. You okay. can. You can. You can go to jail for that. You can. She's not cute. You will not sit me on social media talking about my boyfriend this. Look at my boyfriend that. No, that Mm-mm. shit's not okay. Okay. Not. There's a lot of desperate motherfuckers out here that will take your ass versus you having to call your son or your daughter, your girlfriend, or your boyfriend, okay? Shit's not okay. Next thing I know, I just pitch your ass and try to get some ice cream while you taking him to get some snacks and you trying to suck his dick up, eat that out in the goddamn. Wait, 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 where did the car go? Where did the car go, Debbie? I was in the passenger side. I was looking out I was looking out the window, enjoying the scenery to God damn it. Where did you take us? Stop. Don't that shit Stop. That shit is not okay. That shit is not cute. It's not. back off Debbie because there's this one particular person and he is a male and you can just tell someone doesn't love him because it's like if you're going and this is for women too because Valentine's Day y'all post your son's my king the only man that has loved me and has never hurt me shut up because as a parent as a parent your kids are going to hurt you it's your your kids are going to do something that's going to disappoint you, that's going to hurt you. Or for you men, my daughter, the only woman I can trust. No, shut up. Because she ain't started sucking dick yet. When your daughter get a hold of some dope dick, she going to fuck your life up, okay? 
You talk about me? Nah, Debbie, you already, you already drove us into hell. I'm going to keep going. So, oh, okay. so, let me tell you something. The, the truth is, our kids are going to hurt us. So, for you lonely people out there, don't be posting your kids, oh, my son, my king, the only man I can trust, the only man who truly right. loves me, the only man who won't hurt me, you men, my, my daughter, my girlfriend, that's sick. That's sick to call your daughter your girlfriend or to call your son your boyfriend and say, oh, this is the only only woman or only man I can trust. They never hurt me. Let me tell you something, okay? Your daughter and your son are going to hurt you, period. I know I have hurt my mom. Debbie has hurt her mom. That's what kids do. That's part of being a parent rent, okay? Because when your daughter get a hold of some dope dick, okay? Okay. And she, and she ain't going to get two fucks about nothing, Okay. Okay, that little girl that you said would never hurt you, they got to hold some dope dick, and Jerome is about to pick her up, and that, okay. and that Honda, okay, uh-huh. all tinted windows, all tinted windows, all black, black uh-huh. on black, he about to pick her and he got dreads, and he's staying six foot three, uh-huh. okay, he got, he got bottom grill, and he got a goatee, okay, oh yeah, she when your daughter get a hold when he when he get a hold of your daughter, your Snapchat gonna change. Okay? So quit saying <laughs> quit saying the only person the only person only woman I love, the only woman that ain't never gonna hurt me. Give give her fifteen more years. She gonna fuck your life up. And for you she women for you women up here, my son, my oh, boyfriend. Okay. For you women who saying for you women who saying for you women who saying my son, my boyfriend, that's not your boyfriend. That is your son, okay? That is your son. He is not your boyfriend, okay? Because when he get out here at the basketball games and he playing varsity or he playing JV and little Dominique over here on the Chilean squad giving him a little eye, okay? He ain't even going to try to see you, mommy. He going to be trying to see her. Y'all got to understand that your kids are going to hurt you and they're going to grow up and they're going to have a life of their own. And as a parent, it is your job. To let them know that they are kings, they are queens, to teach them the way to go, but that's not your spouse, that's not your boyfriend, that's not your girlfriend, that's your daughter, that's your son. You know, I said, hey, you as a man, take that trash, take it outside. That's, that's the kind of shit that you do. You, you, you can allow your Hope I said that right, cause that's how you supposed to address him. Raru, supposed to say peace, God. Yeah, I know that's who I said. Hey, too early. Did you? Did you say hey? I did say. Did you say I gave you the side eye? Lash around, fly, you know. You know what? Shoot. That Thank you. Shout out to Denisha McAllister. You can, y'all can hit her up on Facebook. She is my lash plug. I get my lashes from her. Also, shout out to my my girl Lav Huncho on Facebook. She does lavish minks. Make sure you hook, um, contact her for your eyelashes as well. And she has the waist trainers and all that good stuff. So, yeah. Yes, child. Yes. I can't do it. 
there go your internet. There go your internet. I love lashes. Shout out to y'all because they are beautiful. They look good on y'all. That is not for me. Just give me some mascara. I can do mascara too, but lashes, lashes make, like the lashes that I got on tonight, these are the lashes that you wear when you done messed up in your relationship. You done said something to piss your man off. Now you got to make it better. You know, so you got to throw throw these lashes on. No, listen. You got throw these. No, you got throw these lashes on. Okay. Well, if you if you would let me let me tell you, Debbie. Damn, light skinned oh, people. Oh, I'm sorry. Shit. So if you put you put these lashes on, you put on your body oil. You know, after you have taken you a nice hot shower. You know what I'm talking about. Put your body oil on, maybe a little, maybe the oil that I kind of use when I, when you know, I know I done messed up and yeah, I just other type of stuff. Got got a little, got a little gold in it. Got a little gold, so it's a little shimmery, little shimmery. You know, you beat beat your face. Throw these lashes on. These you throw these lashes on. Okay, these are your, these okay. your, these your whole lashes. Okay, I got different lashes. I got professional lashes. Oh, okay. I got everyday lashes. I got nighttime lashes. And these are your whole lashes. Okay? So, I'm assuming work lashes and your, are like your classic lashes. Your yes. Your natural looking lashes, Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. Yes. hmm Your whole lashes, you, them are the ones that kind of probably touch your eyebrows. Yeah, these are the ones I got on right now. If I blink ten times real fast, I fly away. Won't even need a plane ticket. Just fly where the hell I want to go. Okay? <laughs> Save the money. Yes. Who is that? Rambo Loco. You wearing that Nipsey Blue? Yes. Yes. I'm wearing Nipsey Blue. Rest in peace, Nipsey. And then they said, in, in the gap. Oh, God. You know, I've been thinking about getting my gap clothes. Why? I don't know. I just feel like I want a different look. But I've had it for what? What? What are your thoughts, Debbie? Because let me tell y'all something about Debbie. When Debbie hits you with a oh okay, and her voice kind of go down, that's when you know she got something on her brain. But she just don't say the shit. And I be like, in her words, bruh, just just say it. What is it, Debbie? Speak your piece. No. Okay. No. Have Have I ever Have I ever said Debbie shut the fuck up? What have I? What do I always tell no. you, Debbie? What do I always tell you? Speak your mind. I always tell you, you speak can speak your mind. your mind with me. I always speak your mind with anybody. I always say, I never tell you to shut the fuck up. I be mad when you do shut the fuck up. I be like, Debbie, what the fuck's wrong with you? Because I, I can tell. So speak your yeah. peace. What do you want to say, Debbie? I don't think you should punch it. That's, I mean, that's you. Okay. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, you didn't have to throw 32 years in there, and I didn't have it for 32 years because when I came out, my mom, I didn't have teeth. I hope I didn't because I know the breastfeeding had to be terrible if I came straight out, came out straight out the room. Okay, you've had these teeth, but at least I know. Take 32. But at least 31. 31. Okay, you had 
Okay. Yeah. 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 Got got you. Okay. Yeah. 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 Mm hmm. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. Don't change it. Well, thank you, Debbie. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah, no, I don't feel I don't feel a certain type of way about it. I just wanted a different I just wanted to see what I would look like without it. Yes, I went to the West Side. You wanna see how you would look without it? Yeah. Go to hell. <laughs> you make me sick. Cause I was about to do the shit too that I remember I was on live. <laughs> So I was like, well, let, well, let me wait till we get out live, then I'll do it. I was about to do it. I was like, oh, wait, I'm on live. Because <laughs> sometimes I'll be forgetting. I'll be thinking we just be on FaceTime. Right. Yeah, and I was about to I do it. I don't understand how much we fucking talk. Like, we talk all the time. So, don't mind us that we fuck around and we fuck shit. Day and we fuck each other. And half the time, me and Debbie fall asleep together on FaceTime. Like, right. we and just. Yeah, by phone. No, she claims she was. Or either she'll hear me eating snacks at like 3 a.m. in the morning. I y'all, we were on FaceTime one night. I promise you it was like 3.30, 4 o'clock. And I was like, is that a fucking bag? Bro, this motherfucker is eating in the bed. I know she's in the bed. Because it sounds like it's too close. So she's in the bed eating goddamn snacks. Yeah. At 4 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And what be so crazy is when me and Debbie fall asleep on FaceTime, like I'll be on my tablet. And, like, I'll wake up, and I'll be like, oh, I got the air on. I know it's cold in here. So I'll put the, the blanket over the tablet. Like, I, <laughs> I know, I I know she cold and put the blanket on her real quick. I'll just go back to sleep. Just like, like she in the bed with me. Right. So, so when we go live, I sometimes be forgetting we on live, and I think we just on yeah. FaceTime, and I'm about to do some stupid shit. I'm like, oh, wait, whoa, it's people. Wait, wait, wait we right. got, we have guests in the house. So I just can't uh-huh. do it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. As you know, if y'all don't know, me and Lori don't lay out Mm-hmm. Being the purse, being the back pocket right. of our butt, be like, wait, I'm putting you in my butt. Hold on. Yep. I'll be in QT. I won't have my headphones on. I'll be like, David, I don't have my headphones. I'll be, I was saying, you're here. This nigga, I'll be like, oh shit, it's like, <laughs> oh Jesus. Hey. Let's see what's coming up. Yeah, <laughs> cause we just be talking and David just going on and on. And I I don't know if I told her I didn't have him. I don't know. She probably didn't care. I was like, well, damn, bitch, all the CVS know now. Yeah, all the CVS. I'm surprised the cashier and say, what's his number? You know, everybody knew. Hold on, what you comment say, David? David, did you go to Westside High? Get yes, off, Westside. get off my chocolate. Debbie, I remember you. We rode the same bus. We will be eating snacks today together. Who gonna be eating snacks? First of all, y'all gonna be eating snacks. Today. First of all, I don't know you, nigga. Secondly, I don't. I don't share my. I don't share my snacks. I got to really fuck with you to share my snacks. So, Debbie, look that person up. I, I, oh, 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 excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, 
gonna inbox? He gonna inbox you his number. So, so not to uh, throw us off, but Lauren London just posted a picture of her and Nipsey Hussle, and she says, King Amias, love you forever and even after that. I just, oh. my heart just goes out to her because I couldn't fathom waking up to my soulmate one morning and that be the last time I wake up to you. Yeah, I, I, girl. Like... I just, I honestly just want to cry for her. But I know she has a strong support system around her. And there will be good days. There will be bad days. Even for his mother, even though she has perfect peace, she's human. She's going to have days where it's just going to hit her. And she may not be all right in that moment. So I just feel like, but I feel like they have, um, I feel like they have a, a support system around them and Nipsey was a pure soul so you know I'm not gonna say she'll be okay but she'll be okay yeah. you know until she see him Her again yeah they will get better but she will never fully be okay no no especially with them having such a young child mm-hmm. so cause he's at that age where he doesn't understand mm it reminds me of Biggie Small Son. Your daughter, your me. Who, Nay? Yeah. Oh, oh that is right. <laughs> so, damn, the show is. Are you on your tablet right now? No. You know I ain't got a nerd uh, So, are you on your phone? Yeah, I got my phone. Hey, baby. Oh. Are you live? I am live. Hey, Nay! Nay. Uh, hey, boo. Hey, boo. Y'all left me. Y'all left me. Now, you didn't see me running behind the bus? No. Y'all didn't see me? No. Oh, I was behind the bus. Well, bring me back some snacks. No, we I was at the school and headed up there. Mm, Nay just don't be going with the story at all. Nay, you make me sick. <laughs> just, like, uh-uh. just by Nay. Love you, by yeah. Nay. Um, we did, but I'm hungry. Yikes, they didn't feed y'all. Alright, all right, so, so we're, back. we're back. Yeah, I stopped the recording. I'm pretty sure you didn't want, uh out of the world to hear that personal conversation between uh for those that don't know uh me and debbie share three and a half kids together right three and a half because i don't claim that other because i don't i mean the, the little one i don't really know if he's mine
What you say? We did hear. Oh. Hey, Dolly. No, I'm talking about. Oh, I know y'all heard it. Yeah, but I'm talking about like. Yeah, for people that stream us, I didn't want everybody else to hear. Hey, Dolly Boo, happy belated birthday. Yeah. Um, any more comments? So, I don't even know how long we've been live because Facebook just kind of let you do whatever. But yeah, you know, if y'all don't know, Instagram cuts our asses off in an hour. Yeah, so we kind of have to just. I know it's been longer than an hour. Yeah. So, um, tonight's episode really wasn't, we really didn't. We're not going to say really didn't have anything to talk about because, honestly, my energy's been with Nipsey and the situation with him. Once again, may he rest in peace. Because I remember, I remember where I was at when Tupac died. I don't know if you remember where you was at, Deb, but I remember I was living in Florida. I remember when it came out that Tupac had passed away and the whole neighborhood, everybody was out in the streets. Um, I Most of my childhood was in Florida, 305. Shout out to my second home. And so everyone was in the neighborhood on top of cars, blasting Tupac's music, uh, pouring out liquor, all that type of stuff. And then when Biggie Smalls died, it was the same way. But I was like in elementary, going on middle school when those happened. But I, but I did have a love for music at the time. But, you know, as an adult, you're able to comprehend things more so than versus when you're a child. And then I remember when Aaliyah passed, I was in high school, and um, I, I always watched the news, and I turned on the Today Show, and I seen it that she had passed away from her airplane crashing. And I remember how it affected everybody at school. You know, everybody was sad. I remember passing by my male cousin. He was like, man, my baby Aaliyah, you know, is dead. I remember, you know, how that affected us. Um, you know, when Chinks up north left out when she passed. I, um... I, I don't even know. I'm not going to say I didn't feel anything, but I'm going to say it didn't affect me as much when left our past. But we've been around long enough to where celebrities' deaths have affected us. Whitney Houston. I remember I was in Atlanta. I was downtown at a bar. I started seeing it on social media first, but we all know social media kills everybody. So I just thought people was lying. But when it came across the screen on CNN, I was like, oh, damn, Whitney really is dead. You know, and I love me some Whitney Houston growing up. So that affected me. And I remember watching her funeral on CNN. And when they told, when they uh, was carrying her casket out to I Will Always Love You, that broke me down. And Nipsey's death. Like, I literally felt a shift in the energy when they said he passed. I don't know what it is, but there was a shift. So really didn't. It was positive. Like, it's Yeah. Hopefully, it doesn't go in vain. Yeah. I don't think it will be. When, because like we were saying earlier, Debbie, um, how Denitra says, um, Aaliyah, Aaliyah death broke my heart. Yeah, it broke my heart too, Dolly. I don't think Nipsey's death will be in vain yeah. because look at the God that we serve or whoever you serve. Um, whoever you say your prayers to, whoever you believe in, the universe, energy, spirits, whatever you want to call it. This man's story was already written just like everybody else's. All of our stories have already been written. We are just going through the journey. 
we're just going through the chapters until our story has come to an end. So the universe, God, like I said, whoever you say your prayers to already had Nipsey's story set up. That's why Nipsey was able to accomplish so much in such a short span of time. That's why people were able to see his greatness at such a young age. Everything happens for a reason. Those reasons, we don't know what they are at the very beginning. They kind of don't come to light until some time has passed. But Nipsey had a great support system. He had a great family. He poured into a lot of people. He poured into his children. He poured into Lauren London. And he poured into his community. And those seeds that have been planted will flourish. So it's not like when they finish his victory lap, because they're still, I I think his body just hit his store, the marathon, because California is three hours behind us. We're on East Coast time. I don't think when he is laid to rest in the ground that that's it for Nipsey's story, the end. Honestly, I feel like this is just the beginning. Unfortunately, sometimes people aren't able to see their legacy flourish or see the things that they have planted flourish because sometimes you have to make that ultimate sacrifice. Look at Martin Luther King Jr. He paid with his life for what he wanted to see, you know, flourish with people of color. Yeah, yeah, have rights to just breathe, you know, in the United States of America. Even Malcolm X. Even though Malcolm X and Martin Luther King Jr. were on different ends of the spectrum, the, I think the, um, the resolution was the same. What they wanted to accomplish was the same. They just went about it different ways, but they paid the ultimate price. Jesus paid the ultimate price. It's like nobody really pays attention yeah. until that happens. Yeah. That's what really brings the most attention to your work around the world. Yeah. Like, you are locally known. And I think she wasn't just locally known. Mm-mm. Did a lot in your community, but now the world sees you. Yeah. For what you were doing. Yeah, and it's just like when they put, cause, um, like they like they always say, the body is just a shell. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a vessel. It's a tool. It's not gonna stop now that he has passed. To me, it's just the beginning. And when I felt that energy shift, that's why I said it. This has made me think about. What have I done? What can I do better? I've always strived to be better than the day before. I've always, I've been working on my journey of trying to be a better me. Because Lord knows I ain't perfect. But with his passing, it's really made me like, damn, he did all this in 33 years. What have I done in 32 years? If I'm able to live more God willing, what else can I accomplish? What else can I do? How else can I be a better person? How can I affect my community, which starts with my kids? That's why I feel so passionate about what happened to my daughter, not just because it's my daughter, but it could be anybody's child. Right. And I just don't feel like the school handled it accordingly, so that's why I'm going to take it a step further. But, you know, it it it, it bothers me, his passing, his to me an assassination, that's what I call it. But also right. at the same time, it was already written. And like you said earlier, Debbie, we don't know the day. We don't know the time. It's just going to happen. It's going to happen. So. That's 
why you always that's the why they have the saying of live every day like it's your last because it could be truly live every day like it's your last mm-hmm. because anything can happen in the blink of an eye anything can happen <clears throat> that goes back to mm-hmm. like even with Charles mm-hmm. when they have a t- the blink of an eye like who would ever imagine it Okay, Enrico Burns said, "What about James Brown and Michael Jackson?" Okay, bro, you showed out with that James Brown. Who? I, Debbie, did you ever have James Brown albums? I, I didn't. No. I just I was gonna continue on our conversation. Um. So yeah. <laughs> but uh, um, things happen, and it can be life life changing. Like a lot of people just really need to stop and think. Well, if we're going to live every day like it's, if we're going to live every day like it's our last, Debbie, I really think we should go down to South America like they did in Fast and the Furious, find a drug lord, rob his ass. And come back and live every day like it's our last Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, all right. Okay, that's, that's all I'm saying. I be trying to live my best life, but I be honest with you, I'm such a Virgo, I be in my head, I be thinking about all type of shit. You know, um, just, oh, well, I ain't gonna go talk to this dude because, shit, he look fertile. I ain't trying to handle no more babies. Or, mm, ain't take my ass over there because I heard that place get shot up. I ain't trying to get shot. You know what I'm saying? I just be thinking about so many situations that could just go wrong. Right. But really, you shouldn't do that. Right. But, you know, I try to, I try to live my best, I live my best part-time life. Your best part-time life. My, I live my best part-time life because y'all niggas ain't about to treat I think me. I live my best full life. That's I live my best part-time life. Enrico Brown, can we link up? I just thought of an idea solution. Idea solution for what? He is really trying it tonight. Hey. Shoot your shot, baby. No, don't shoot over here. I sh- uh, no. 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 You shoot back? You don't do I was going to say I shoot back but then I had to think. <laughs> I, I had to think. I had to think about. It. I'm like, wait, whoa, whoa, nope. I had to think about. It. I almost said I shoot better. I had to think about. It. I had to think about. It. Please don't. No. Mm mm. Uh, Denitra Shanae says, as far as the niggas, I think like that. Yes. I just like mm mm. Can't can't do that. So I think someone said we've been on live for almost, almost two hours. Yes. Yeah, we we try to go live at eight, but <laughs> every every day, every day, every Thursday. Yeah, I kid you not. Every Thursday, one of us would call each other. Yeah, on like, yeah, about seven o'clock. Yeah. We usually get back to contact with each other probably about seven I was like, well, damn, I gotta like, get up. We be trying, y'all. We do be trying. But life happens. You are dealing with two young women that are living their best life and trying to take care of kids, mm-hmm. businesses, and everything that's up under the sun. Yes. We try not to get here, but we make it. Last week, we had a little rough week. We didn't get to do the show. Mm-hmm. But we are here. We made up for it. Yes. As long as it's 
And Rico Brown says this ideal solution can help our community. Well, how about this, Enrico? I I ain't nobody's community activist. Over the, you can go ahead and implement that and uh. Yes. Um, yeah. He was saying that he had a vision and he talked about like doing stuff. Like yeah. I don't see it. Yeah. I don't see it. Yeah. So and Rico, like, when you have a vision of mm-hmm. something better to start it yourself, yeah. Something bad that nobody's gonna see it how you see it. That is so true. That is so true. So Enrico, your visions are your visions, and you start it yourself. That's not that's not me being funny. That's not us being rude or mean. It's your vision. Only you can bring no, your vision to life. That's like anything that me and Debbie do outside the of. Place, you're, gonna, you're gonna have to have people that have the same vision as you. Yeah. Like, light minded people can only work with light minded people. Period. Right. And I clearly said on the show earlier, I'm not a community activist. It's not in my DNA. Well, you know, I, I, you can do what? You sound like I'm a Decepticon. A I, I like the kids. I, I, I like the kids that I gave birth to. Um, I really don't yeah. care for other people's kids. Now, I don't want to see your kids get hurt. Like, somebody do something wrong. Ooh, that's wrong. But I don't want to be around other people's kids like that. You know, not unless I just kind of... We just click like that. Like, if Debbie lucky yeah. I click with her kids like that. Okay, we family or not. Right. I would put I them out. Huh? I would put them out. <laughs> I feel like my last job when I read the Nicole Con it really mm-hmm. opened my eyes to a lot of stuff. Yeah. That really happened. Like I literally had to deal with first hand with kids that I see shit that happened in movies. Yeah. And like, I salute what do you say to a child that tells you that it's nothing you can't say. And that's why that's why my hat go off to people that can work with kids because it is a delicate situation. Like working with special needs kids or kids who might need therapy or whatever it may be. I get my hat there because that's not in me. I don't I know my strengths and I know my weaknesses. That is not one of my strengths. I can't do that. So people who are able to do that. Yeah. Listen, Enrico Burns is basically the same thing that Nipsey Hussle was doing. Well, you do it. Like, I'm really not trying to be mean right now to you, Enrico Burns, but like, no. You can take a different route and use it as your own vision. It doesn't have to be identical as I lip brother. I ain't nobody reading all that shit. Um, Debbie, do we have any news? Um, because, hold up, Debbie, before you say the news, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up, Rome, Rome wasn't built in the day. Rome wasn't built in the day. About ten quotes up, the nigga said he was going to sleep and said good night. Don't do that. And then no, I'm, I'm to, I'm, 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 no, nope. no, nope. 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 no, 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 Debbie, Debbie, <laughs> Debbie, 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 
But no, no, 10 quotes up, he was like, he enjoyed the show, good night, okay, cool beans. And then he's like, I got this vision, and we're clearly saying, if you have a vision, bring it to life, because only you can bring your vision to life. And then you're steady leaving these um comments, and, and okay, you're already doing it, well, do it. We Okay, listen, I don't want no parts of your vision. I I don't, I don't want no part. I don't want no parts of your vision, bro. Whatever your vision is, if it's positive, I support you in spirit. I don't want no parts of it. I ain't got twenty twenty vision. I ain't got twenty forty, sixty forty, none of that. I'm I'm blind. I, it's your vision. I don't want nothing to do with it. Debbie, want anything to do with his vision? I'm good. Loose lips want nothing to do with your vision, bro. Power to the people. Okay, Debbie. Yeah, see, I'm working on me. Did, did he, is he back? Ah, no, that was not <laughs> <laughs> Tell them to just trying to shut him down. Okay, so <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in to Loose This Podcast. Hey, before I do that, with some words straight to the heart, Denitra Shanae, uh, before we end the show, Denitra Shanae, a.k.a. is Dolly TCM. Make sure y'all stream her first EP. You can get that on Apple Music. Guns and Roses. I've already posted it on my Facebook, but I, but I will reshare it. Make sure you get that. TCM the fam all day, every day. United, we stand divided. No way. All that good stuff. Make sure you get that. Dolly. Um, make sure you follow Loose Lips Podcast on Instagram, which is Loose Lips Pod. Um, make sure y'all email us y'all lip of the week, which your lip of the week could be a question, a topic, anything that's on your mind. Like stories yes, stories. Email us at loose lips podcast at gmail.com. Lips is with two S's. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am Miss Fierce 86, Mrs. MZ Fierce 86. Deb is Deb Case 86 and Deb is with two B's. Anything else we got, Debbie? Just, I think that's it. You did good. He said she did good. So thank you all for joining. Thank you to all my lovers and friends. That's how you say rejection. Yeah. Oh, and make sure you guys um, go to our Instagram pages or even the link in my bio. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Anchor.fm. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend to listen to Lucilla's podcast. Shout out to all of our listeners uh, on Anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Hold on, Debbie. I haven't, my bad, I haven't checked the numbers for this week. We are officially over 5K plays and downloads. We could not have done that if it wasn't for you guys um, supporting us. So I definitely appreciate that. Debbie appreciates that. Shout out to all of our listeners um, in the United Kingdom, South Africa, Poland, Germany, Netherlands, Canada, Chile, Bermuda, Trinidad, Tobago, and of course, the United States of America. We appreciate all of you. We could not do this show without you. Without you. And um, I'm going to end the show um, once again with some more Nipsey Hustle. I just, I just want it's just listen. 
it'll be a while before I'll be okay with this man passing. But um, I'm going to leave with, what do I want to play? Dedication. I think I played it at the beginning. You know, one of my favorite songs by him is Ocean Views. It's not on Victory Lap, but y'all can check that out if you got um, Tidal or Apple Music, whatever you may listen to. Um, Hustle and Motivate. I'll leave us with Hustle and Motivate off of Victory Lap. And make sure y'all stream all of Nipsey's music. Like, even if you don't even just like it, just play it and just put the phone down. You know why? Because he owned all his masters. So, all that money will go to his family because he owned it. There's no middleman, period. So, stream his music. Debbie, anything you want to say before we go? Make sure y'all join us next week. I don't, have anything. I don't think we have anything coming up. Oh, the uh, Fest Show 27th. April 27th, yep, yep. April 27th. Um, uh, next week, we'll be on Instagram, so we'll only have an hour. Yes, child, yes, child. But it's okay. Y'all can enjoy us for our... Listen, I'm going to tell y'all, if we in the middle of a good conversation, we always hang up and come back. Yes, we do. <laughs> and we keep it going. And we always yes. keep it going. So thank you all for tuning in. Shout out to Is The Real Truth and DJ Rain from I Say Podcast. I just love y'all's podcast. And um, I just love y'all. And I text Is and like I talk about the topics that they discuss. Um, also, Tracy B, she's on I Say Podcast. She brings the feminine energy. And um, I just love her voice. She's got a podcasting voice. Um, but she's so fierce. And um, she gets those boys together. So shout out to Tracy B and Is The Real Truth and DJ Rain from I Say Podcast. Make sure y'all subscribe to them as well. And if there's nothing else, um, once again, rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. Um, yeah, it'll be a while. Protect Beyonce at all costs because I swear to God, if y'all take Beyonce out, that's it. Y'all better not touch Beyonce. Not to call her ass next Wednesday. Yes, next Wednesday. Um, Beyonce Homecoming documentary drops on Netflix. Um, so. Don't worry what it's about, Debbie. It's Beyonce. We don't need a damn plot. You understand me? Beyonce can just sit there and stare at us for two fucking hours and we gonna watch it, okay? Do you understand me? Do, do, I'm talking to you. 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 You, Nick. You. Bruh. You. <laughs> I'm talking to you. We love Nip. Yes, we do. Bye, Dolly. I love you. And. I have. So. I'm gonna leave y'all with some Nipsey. Hustle and motivate. Rest in peace, Young King. We'll see y'all next week. I'm just so hurt by this. I know it's a reason behind him passing, but damn. Y'all better not touch Beyonce. Y'all touch Beyonce. Y'all touch Beyonce. Y'all ain't got to worry about it. Listen. Listen. Listen, Debbie, take care of my kids. (laughs) 
tell him I love him. <laughs> Take care of the kids, Debbie. Okay, I'm riding. You understand me? Bye, Dolly. Bye, Dolly. <laughs> I'm riding. Y'all touch Beyonce. You ain't got. I promise you, you ain't got to worry about nothing else in life. If you see me drop my kids off in your house and I'm dressed up in a bumblebee outfit, you already know. <laughs> Don't you ask me no question. If it's if it's June second and I drop my kids off at your house, I'm in a bumblebee outfit. You just take their bags and just you mind your damn business, okay? <laughs> you just wait to get that phone call. <laughs> Don't ask me no question. <laughs> Don't ask me no questions, okay? I know. All right. FaceTime me. Bye. Oh, yeah, I do. Sorry. You so angry. Bye. <laughs> All right, y'all can shower.